Hey, 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 and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. You know, last week we rolled over a major milestone for me. In two months of doing this podcast, we've hit our first 1,000 downloads. Pretty exciting. I got to thank you guys for that, for helping me out and for sharing the podcast with your friends. Keep doing that. If you haven't subscribed yet, I would love to have more subscribers so you can get notifications when new episodes hit. Also, today I've got two guests on the show today. I've never done two at the same time, so it's exciting. So we're going to see how this goes and if we can make it through in a whole episode without stepping on each other's toes. So my guests today are Michael and Amanda Mann of Action Claim Services. They are in Benton, Arkansas, right here in central Arkansas, and they are in 18 states. So whether you're in Tennessee, Texas, Arkansas, Missouri, you could probably find an action claim representative and they can help you out. You're going to hear more about them and what they do. We had a great time on the conversation. We laughed a lot and we learned a lot. Sit back, relax, and I want you to enjoy my conversation with Mr. Michael Mann and Mrs. Amanda Mann. So, hey there, Michael and Amanda. How are y'all? Good morning. Doing great. How about yourself? Doing well, Amanda, you haven't said anything. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Sorry, I was waiting my turn. There you go. This will be fun for me because I've never had two guests on at the same time. So this will be interesting and fun for me. So we can try to not all three step on each other. Um, so talk to me a minute. Uh, what have you guys been up to staying home? Have y'all tried to kill each other, tried not to kill each other? What's been going on at home? <laughs> You know, there's been some tense moments, but you know, I've been working from the office this whole time, so we've we've had some uh, separation there. Uh, Wonderfully, so it's been a, a pretty easy transition for me now. For Amanda, I was yeah. I um, Michael got to check out, get dressed, have his cup of coffee, go to the office, take care of everything. Meanwhile, I was uh, you know, all the roles as we all know, while trying to do a little work in between. So definitely. Definitely uh, stressful. Let me ask you this, Amanda. Did you, did you get up, shower, and get dressed every day during the school year with the kids, or did you stay in your PJs all day? No, I got dressed, but now there were lots of um, leggings and stretchy shorts involved. <laughs> there was, not, there was not, not any work attire, I don't think, for a few months. <laughs> Yeah, that was me. I just, I could not. At first, the first two or three weeks, I'd get up every morning, take a shower, put my clothes on like normal. And then after a while, I said, you know what, forget it. Just t-shirts and hat, whatever else. So, um, so quickly, let's take a few minutes. I want to hear from both of you. Whoever wants to go first. Uh, let's take a stroll down memory lane. Go back as far as you want to. You can go to high school, elementary. You could go yesterday. Give me a little bit of pass. Let my audience know who you are, where you come from. I'll start. Um, yeah, I grew up in South Arkansas, little town of Hermitage. Graduated with uh, class of 33. Um, finished uh, college up at uh, University of Arkansas, Monticello, Oklahoma Weevil. Um, a funny story, I went to my college graduation with a U-Haul trailer behind my truck and moved uh, moved here that, that evening. Uh, actually, to Benton. I've been here ever since. Um, and that's uh, and about a year after moving here when I met Amanda and shortly after meeting her I got into the insurance industry like uh, a month later I believe so this has been 
our life uh, for 26 years. Yeah, we just celebrated our 22nd wedding anniversary. And, uh, yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. So where did you start off in the insurance industry, Michael? Where Did you start off for a company? Did you start off? Where did you, you know, start? It's a funny story because I was I actually uh, started uh, started getting my master's at Little Rock. I kind of ran out of patience and money. I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. Um, so I saw a blind box ad in the paper for an insurance adjuster. I played on a competitive softball team with a guy that was an adjuster with Nationwide. So I asked him, what's an adjuster? He said, well, I, I work for lunch and I play golf all afternoon. Said, well, that's for me. Uh, I never found that job, but uh, but right. yeah, that was with Crawford & Company, actually. Uh, they're the largest, uh, of course, independent adjusting firm in the world. I spent quite a bit of time with them before uh, creating this and going out on my own. Crawford and Company, and that was based in Arkansas. That job was out of Little Rock. Now, of course, Crawford Company's uh, home office is in uh, Atlanta, uh, so it's kind of a funny story as far as how I got into that. Because uh, about six months into uh, the job with Crawford and Company, it actually offered me an office to run an office. I was the youngest, one of the youngest in history ever to do it. And I told the guy, "This job is not for me." I, I, this, I can't see myself doing this for another six months, much less as a career. And unfortunately, it wasn't but a couple of months after I turned that down that something clicked and it all finally made sense. And I loved it ever since. There you go. So uh, let's skip over to the pretty one over there. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, we, we joke around because, you know, they're both pretty. Uh, if you know, but the prettier one. Uh, tell me about, go back as far as you want to. Tell me where you grew up. Tell me about what you were doing before you met this meathead. Okay, so uh, I grew up in Little Rock, and um, I met Michael my first year in college and started dating, finished out college, and um, I joke, um, the very first C I ever made in my life was the last semester when um we were we were getting married yeah we were married we were married and, uh, so i blame it on him <laughs> I brought her down. but um i went straight into sales and marketing and um that was basically my career was marketing um i started off on some inside sales with uh company axiom and learned real quick that I was not ever going to be in a cubicle or an office from that point forward and went outside sales, went to um, Philip Morris, worked for them for about seven and a half years and then left. And um, when the kiddos were, well, Ashley was young and uh, went to pharmaceutical and did that for a few years and just having two kiddos of uh, antibiotic. Okay. Yeah, and um, to a lot of, I mean, I called on on lots of different um, doctors. I, I got to cover lots of different ones with it. So uh, anyway, and then went and did some part-time with Hershey. So I always joke that uh, I covered a few vices along the way, and here I am in insurance. <laughs> but, Wait, so you work for Hershey, as in like the chocolate company? Uh, the chocolate yeah. company. So my joke has always been I've covered a few vices. So I, I did uh, tobacco and uh, drugs and, and chocolate. So there's... <laughs> if we just do firearms. I need firearms or... or... <laughs> no, that's right. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so um, what what was your drug when you were doing the drug rep? Uh, cephalexin. So we actually came out with uh, um, a new 
form of cephalexin of which is you know your antibiotic uh, most people call it your keflex is what we did and it was a new way of prescribing it so it was a higher dose to uh, fight off an infection or prevent an infection so i called on dentists and plastics and derms and, and all of that so yeah just kind of a different mindset of it so you were doing that do you feel like um Okay, so you switched around a little bit. Did you get just bored with those things? Are you the type of person that just needs something different all the time? Or was, or can you blame Michael on that? He pulled you out? No, no. Truthfully, so I worked for the tobacco company. It was an amazing company. I worked with great people and um, worked for them up until Ashley was in kindergarten. And to be truthful and quite honest, it was one of those things that um, my kiddo, not that I'm against it by any means, it's a choice. But it was kind of became a um, something that my heart didn't want me to be selling a product that I didn't want my child to be involved in. So um, I left and I had always wanted to go into pharmaceutical because in the marketing career, that was the path I wanted to go. And I had enough experience under my belt to go into that and then went to it at that point, um, the time of being a mom and working 14 hour days started taking a pretty good toll on my life as well as Michael was really starting to grow quickly and it was just hard for us to balance um, our lives and what was important to us. I got you and so Michael you were at Crawford for how long before you switched over to starting your own thing? You know I guess it would have been uh, roughly about 10 years. So that's kind of the timing we're looking at when, when I went out on my own and, and then, uh, you know, a couple of years into it, really, the business really started growing and I was traveling quite a bit. So that's, you know, again, we're just trying to find proper balance. And with the two kids at that point, um, that's when she kind of stepped away until I uh, drug her into the uh, insurance industry. <laughs> Okay, so did you start off doing property claims or auto claims or what kind of claims were you, general liability? What were you doing? I've, I've always been multi-line. Uh, I'm more so concentrated on the property side. Uh, became a general, what they call a general adjuster with that. It's always been my expertise. And um, uh, But you know, we, we, we handle all kind of claims. So, um, But my specialty, uh, I would say, would be property. And so when you're starting your own deal, how in the world would you, do you even go about starting your own company from working for the largest one you said in the country? Where do you even begin? It, it, it must have been a difficult transition for you. It, it was scary. Uh, you know, that, it was always a dream of mine to have my own business. I wanted to do it by 30 was my goal that I set. You know, back in the day of college, I missed it by a year, I believe it was. Um, but it, but it was very frightening. Luckily, I had an incredible mentor in this industry, uh, Wayne White. Uh, he was he was the very first carrier that came over with me. And as, as you know, his involvement and his interaction in this industry, he's he's been very supportive of me. Uh, I certainly couldn't have started without him. Wayne White's health and influence. And so Wayne White back then was with Farmers Union Mutual. It was actually with Home Mutual. That time, that, yes, out of Conway, and they later merged with Farmers Union, and um, luckily I stayed on board at that point. And so, 
he would send you all of his stuff. And then from there, did you start calling on agencies or were you more calling on companies? You saw success with carriers. Uh, did you stay in that route or how did that? Well, well I've always uh, enjoyed the interaction with agents. I understand the importance of keeping them in the loop and communicating with them. I always try to uh, maintain a good relationship with them. And I, I think I have um, in, in the state of Arkansas, especially. But uh, yeah, I had uh, uh, to growing the, the business, it was reaching out to different carriers that operated in these areas, fi- finding the areas that they had a need in and, and uh, uh, try to try to help them resolve any issues and, uh, and, and also build what they're trying to do as well through good customer service. And so you were just getting into a minute ago talking about you, you eventually had to bring Amanda in. Was that something that you knew she had that sales and marketing expertise or you just said, I need to multiply myself so I can do it and she can, or what, what brought her on? Well, for a while, in all, in all truth, I, I joke um, that for a very long time, I was always Michael's undercover assistant. That's what I, right. that's what my title was for quite some time. Um, you know, I, I did all the, all the things that made him look good when he needed to look good it was on the marketing. And that was just something I always enjoyed. And, or he would, he and I would have a conversation about what do you think I need to do for this or what, in fact, the slogan fast friendly right the first time he actually opened it up to all of the employees at the time of just trying to come up with a slogan of, Hey, let's, let's come up with something. And um, yours truly <laughs> was the one that came up with that. Um, so I guess, I guess I was just always a little involved. I always kind of knew um, with, with conventions and um, marketing material, goodie baskets, all of those things. I just kind of did behind the scenes and Sure, all the pretty and impressive stuff you've ever seen <laughs> Action Claim Service come out with has, uh, from day one is, has come from Amanda. So uh, it was just, I finally just talked her into jumping in and, and, uh, and helping us full time. So I think that's, and as a result, uh, you know, our, our growth has, has spiked her involvement uh, just because it, it let, lets me concentrate on, on quality control and coming up with to more quickly and, and better assess damage and, and get insurance and uh, get care taken care of. And then lets me work on the relationships and the, um, the, the way the company is out there to the market. Okay, so let's have fun for just a second on this. Okay. okay. Tell me, what do you think is Michael's superpower? If you, if you had to say he had a superpower, what's Michael's superpower? Gosh, wit. I'm going to say wit. because he's quick he's fast on things okay and and sometimes you get it sometimes you're like wow i am impressed with with the response you just gave me what in the world most of the time you know what what do these words mean then the other part is wait are you just making fun of something (laughs) (laughs) that's usually the part that i have sends me a text message i'm like wait was he what what happened there uh, something I've always answer. loved. Something I've always loved about him, and I think is it makes him very unique and, and special in his way. Is his wit. He's he's quick, though. There you go. All right, Michael. You've had you've had about a minute and a half now of her fumbling around figuring yours out. Now I want to hear what is Amanda's superpower. Well, amazingly, good looks aside. <laughs> right aside. Just uh, her perception. 
uh, when we it's it's wonderful when we get to go into meetings together with uh, potential clients or, or even current clients that we're just visiting. Um, you know, I, I'm there the talking shop going back and forth um, on, you know, things we have done or need to do or, or whatever. And we can, when we leave that meeting, we can pinpoint different nuances about that conversation or the person we're talking with that I never picked up on. She, she can read people amazingly. And that, that having, that additional knowledge as we go forward, it just makes that follow-up meetings and, and how we how we cater things for that particular client, uh, it just makes it go So definitely. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Look at that. Both of you smiling. That makes you feel good talking good about the other one. That's awesome. Okay, so let's, let's do this. Okay, so a, a claim comes in or I've got a claim or a whatever. Walk me through the claims process of how, what makes you guys, what was it, fast? What was your slogan again? Fast, friendly, right the first time. Right. Okay, so walk me through what that looks like from the moment it starts to the end so that my audience will know how awesome you are and what makes you awesome. Oh, well, thank you. Um, well, actually, we, we get the claim in from the carrier. That immediately gets uh, sent over to the adjuster that's going to handle it, as well as the admin to get entered into our file management system. Uh, we require same-day contact, if at all possible, with the party involved in the claim, uh, a, a three-day, no more than a three-day inspection, and a seven-day first report. Uh, uh, typically, uh, about 80% of the time, we're able to close the file uh, that first report. Um, what we, we have an online file management system that our carriers even have access to so they can see in real time what we're doing that's being updated in real time with the uh, with the notes from the uh, the adjuster supervisors uh, even the insurance can have access if they want we, we're very transparent um, you know what my favorite class when I was uh, going towards my uh, my master's was uh, inefficiencies. Uh, that's always been my favorite thing is to try to dial down. Just any any time you can take eight minutes, even minutes at a time, off a claim. I mean, the best claim is a paid and closed claim. The quicker you can get from the beginning to the end of that, the more satisfied everyone is in the claim. And so I like what you said about the transparency. So let's say that I am client. I have a claim. I can go as a client on and see what the claim's going on, and the adjuster for the carrier can go look at it, as well as obviously your people. Is that what I'm understanding? Absolutely. It's a, if, if if you if you have if that claim is yours, you can look at it anytime you want. So, because as you know, and we worked together a little bit at EMC when I was there, and so many times the. The agent, even nowadays, when I'm talking to agents, they'll say, you know, client's bugging me about the claim. Where are we at in the process? Where are we at in the process? So you eliminate that is what you're telling me by letting them check it out themselves with a certain link or how's that work? Well, yes. I mean, they can, it, it, it's online system. So you can access it from any tablet, any computer, any, any iPhone. Um, and you can, dial, you can pull that up and see in real time, again, exactly where we're at. Um, now, and the, the great thing about that, it, it kind of cuts down on all those unnecessary phone calls. I mean, if you got an agent calling you and you're calling claims manager, the claims manager then calls me and I have to contact the adjuster and then route that all back through. I mean, that can take, you know, 
better part of a day, whereas the information's right there. And so currently, right now, you have how many, do you call them adjusters at your office? I mean, are they? Yes. Okay, so how many adjusters do you have on staff right now? We have 26 Holy adjusters. Shit. So 26, and they all, are they all clones of Michael, or do you feel like they all, how's that, how's that look? Well, I, yeah. It's an interesting story because my, my claim supervisor, Dan Ober, I believe you know him as well. Okay. He got started He got started with Crawford Company almost a year after I did. I, I trained Wait, Dan. You have to tell this story because he, he shows up, Jan shows up for the first day of um, adjusting his work as an adjuster. And they put him in the car with, drum roll, Michael Mann. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael trained. Jan for that day, and if you ever if you ever want a really funny story, ask Jan sometime about Michael's driving or anyone that's ever ridden with Michael. <laughs> well, you know, I have places to be and a lot, a lot of them to be in. But I think I, I told him meet me at the office at seven that morning. Uh, we pulled back into the office a little after seven that evening. Uh, I almost scared him off, I believe, but uh, and and there's a lot of fast driving in between appointments. Yes, got to fit them. The more you can, the faster you drive, the more you can fit in the day. But <laughs> Don't tell my agent that. Um, but anyway, it, yes, I trained I train Jan, who's our supervisor. He's been with us uh, 10 or better years. Um, yeah, 12, 12 years, I'm sorry. And uh, he does things my way, our way, I guess it is. And, and he has trained all the adjusters that we brought in since then on that same way. So ideally, I've always said, when you read one of our reports, I don't want you to be able to know which adjuster it is until you get to the signature at the bottom of it, because they we do it one way, and it's ACS way. So with that ACS way, you've worked for another, and I don't want you to say anything but about them, but there's other adjusting companies, private adjusting companies. Is that what you call it? Private or what do you call independent. it? Independent. Independent adjusting companies. Independent. Shouldn't know that. Independent adjusting companies. There's several of them in not only the state, but obviously across the country. What what sets action claim apart from everybody else? Uh, because everybody's going to say they're fast, or everybody's going to say they have great customer service. But what truly makes you set apart? Well, naturally, uh, because I came up through Crawford and Company, which is the largest independent adjusting company in the world. So we're heavily uh, flavored in their way of doing things. So we're able to bring the abilities and the professionalism and, and the quality of a worldwide independent adjusting company down to a more personal level where, whereas, I mean, uh, everyone that we work with can, knows that they can pick up the phone at any time, day or night, Amanda will attest to this and reach me, the president of the company. I, I, you know, I realize we're not as big as them, but we can bring that same, quality that's you can get the same uh, report and quality of handling of the scale of that type of company in a more regional regional and personal level yeah when you're a lot of times when you're dealing with small businesses or small companies when you're that small you can pivot quicker you can do things quicker and you have that um that ability a lot better than a larger company so i like that answer now uh, amanda all this stuff that we're talking about to someone outside of insurance may not be as sexy as it might, you know, sound to us. How do you come in and marketing standpoint and sales and make that sexy and make that fun to sell and make someone want to work with them? Was that a challenge for you or what is, what is that expertise of yours to come into play? 
Well, I will say that it was very, very much a learning curve for me because Michael said this earlier. I had I had been in sales and marketing where there was always a product involved. And to change my mindset on marketing for a service um, that actually it, it is a little it was a little bit of a learning curve. But we kept going back to um, I was wanting to present it as a service better than someone else and um, out there. And I mean, although that's what we really want to be, it's better than anyone else. Michael and I kept coming back to um, the fact of um, not only better than everyone else, but the best. You know, we, we, and I, we said this when um, we were writing things up to send to you that we don't want to be the biggest. That's never been our goal, um, but it's really just to be the best that we can be and for for anyone that we utilize our services but but truly it was just back to the relationship you know michael kept saying amanda it's about relationships it's about relationships and i always thought gosh you guys play a lot of golf in this industry you know and um <laughs> but it's really about those relationships wanting to work with someone and that was very much unique and really cool um, that everyone in this industry really work with people that they want to. It's not based on so many other things that I had been um, used to, but it was really about choices. So that has been something very much that I've learned unique to the industry. So you would say that um, all your marketing, all your sales, everything that you put out on social, whatnot, your mindset is relationships first on that kind of stuff, right? Right, you right. People to think of action claims as, as family or someone they can call. Uh, and so I would have thought, and maybe I'm wrong, going back to your days and whether it's, as you said, smoking drugs or uh, whatever. The Chocolate. <laughs> Uh, I would have thought those would have been maybe not chocolate so much, but I would have thought the drug game would have been more relationships, whether it's doctors, dentists, you know, office manager, whatever. Is that not the case in that game? Well, true. I mean, you 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 learn as in with any sales, and you know this, and and there's always going to be your gatekeepers, and you've got to know your relationship, you've got to pay attention to names, you've got to all of those things are always relationship based. But bottom line, there was a product, and so yes, we have a product, we have we have a a service that we offer, which is always the same consistently, but. Um, one thing I learned many, many years ago in sales and um, is you sell yourself first and then whatever follows, um, that person you're talking to is going to believe you because they trust you or they want to work with you. So sell yourself first and then what you're, what you're selling follows. That's good. And so, Michael, going back to the story a little bit of action claims and what y'all have done, you're not only in Arkansas now, you're in multiple states, correct? Yeah, that's the easiest way to describe it is if you uh, go from Texas up to Oklahoma, head east to your feet get wet. Uh, so uh, to include, we, we've added uh, Kentucky and uh, Illinois just recently. We're, we're getting a little outside of just southeast U.S. now, but that's, it can best be described as southeast U.S., I guess. So are you basically in all the SEC states then? Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. Um, okay, so how many states in total? I, don't think. Uh, I think it's 18 now. Yeah. That's incredible. And so, it, it's been a fun ride. Go ahead. I say it's been a fun ride. Okay, so 
Where did you, okay, so after working with Wayne and you got started there and you've kind of grown a little bit from there, what was the first big fish you landed as far as carrier goes and where, you know, you felt like, holy crap, I've arrived? Well, uh, for a, a couple of years, it was just me and a part-time admin. I was I was running about four states, believe it or not. I would leave. I'd try to get home most nights, but it would be me leaving four in the morning and coming in, you know, very late. Um, but, you know, uh, was when we uh, first added uh, our first additional employees, adjusters, uh, so 2005, uh, of course, was really our, our bounce year. Um, and then again in 2007 and 2008, uh, with the ice storms and additional wind storms, we uh, added a, a, lar- a couple of larger regional carriers, and uh, that really boosted the growth of the company or started to boost. And to be honest with you, we just, um, because of the service that we were providing those carriers, they asked us, hey, you do this in Tennessee too. And so we grew into that. And and our growth primarily up until this point, has just been as requested by the companies we work for. Hey, can you, we really need your help in South Illinois. Can you, can you do this there? And then, you know, we find the right people. And the ultimate key to, our growth is getting the right people who buy into our system and our way of doing things. And um, I think all the all the adjusters that work with you with us will tell you that they, they really enjoy. They, they've been adjusting for years, but they really like the way we do things. We have great adjusters too. We really do. Yeah. We Michael and I love it when we get emails or phone calls. Just nothing more than just simply saying this adjuster was so great to work with so pleasant so you know kind and um stories and and whatnot we love getting to share those and, and we get we we have great adjusters yeah, yeah. So are those all those adjusters right here in arkansas or do you have them in some of those states no they're they're scattered out through all those states. okay uh, i'll never forget and you may or may not remember this story uh, and if i'm wrong in this story we'll edit it out but I really do think this is a story I remember. Um, there was a Harrison, Arkansas, north of here, what, two and a half hours or so. There was a chicken house on fire of some sort. They had filed the claim. And from the agent telling me the story, someone from Action Claims was there within an hour and had everything adjusted, like a check in hand the next day or some crap like that. Not crap, sorry. And something like that. Is that, is that correct? Is that a story you remember at all? That has happened more than once. I'll I have to uh, admit that. I mean, and that again, that's um, our adjusters really care. I mean, they, they not only is this what they do to make a living, but this is what they enjoy doing. And it shows in their work, and they know how traumatic this can be for the insureds. Uh, so, and and another thing is, we work with really great carriers. We have really good relationships. I, I call them partnership um, that that trust what we're doing and help help us do expedite the claim service to their insurers as well. So that was... Yeah, I just remember talking to that agent thinking, how in the world did they get that, get someone there and get things handled and done and checked that quickly? And he was just like, I'll never use anybody else if I have an option. So I thought that was really cool. Uh, and like you said, it probably happens more often than not. But that- I am amazed just, again, the, these guys, the guys and gals that we have working with us are they've really bought in they're really committed and uh, to 
being fast, friendly, and rides the first time. And so I guess that is stuck, and that has been the slogan <laughs> that uh, good old Amanda has come up with. Uh, <laughs> and, and I think that's fantastic. It's easy, it's simple, and now I can remember it. Um, I couldn't for a second there. But, uh, okay, so I've also noticed uh, over the last – seven, eight years, I guess that's when Amanda came on. Y'all have ramped up a little bit on the social media channels and have ramped up in your marketing and be involved in whether it's PIA, Big Eye, whatever it may be. Was that you, Amanda? Uh, was that something, I know Michael was doing it ahead of time. Was that something you really wanted to push or you enjoyed doing? Well, that, you know, Chris, we've always been involved with the, with the different conventions and conferences. And again, you know, Amanda's come up with some very interesting concepts for the, uh, the booth spaces and what have you. Uh, but yeah, naturally, since you know the uh, the advent and the spread of uh, the social media, um, you know Amanda's been in, in charge of that from day one, and um, you know I'll let her talk a little bit on that. Yeah, I mean I think it's just being consistent, being in front of people, um, maybe getting their attention in a certain way that they they wouldn't normally. And obviously, as we we know, social media is where we all have it on our computers for the most part or our phones or something like that so it just felt like a natural um you know transition to advertise our company um and then just try and grow it each and every day it's some days i'm i'm always you know stuck of okay now what are we going to talk about today but um always try and come up with something fun or creative to go on there it's an outlet for me it's fun as well as the conventions and the and the little themes and the ideas are baking cookies popcorn <laughs> um, I think it's, it's, it's fun to talk about because no matter what business it is but I've noticed on the last several podcasts that we've had this subject of social media marketing has come up and so many people have a hard time with it and it always seems like it appears it just flows out of you and it's just easy because it's something every day is this something you sit down and plan out on a weekly basis or is it just something that hits you every morning? How do you, how do you some of those creative juices? Yeah, both. Um, a lot of times it is just, you know, what I'm thinking that day <laughs> or, um, but I do have, I do have a, a couple files of, of some videos or um, little images or whatnot that um, created or will create something like that. So yeah, I've, I've got a, I guess I guess it's a mix. That's awesome. Um, so okay, if okay, if you were to say in a perfect world, Michael, or I guess in your world, do you do you work better with the agents or do you work better with the carriers, uh, or what do you prefer in that arena? Well, it's not so much uh, a preference. Um, I do I do work with the carriers uh, more most often. That, that's you know day in day out, and and back in the day when you used to. People, uh, it, uh, I spend most of the time uh, with the carriers. Um, you know, usually, um, we, you know, when a when an agent gets involved in the claim, it's, it's because there's a problem. So, luckily, we try to eliminate that as much as possible. Sure. Uh, but that is one great thing, is particularly in, in more so in Arkansas, because that's you know I'm here. Uh, I mean, most of the agents know that they can on the phone and they're going to get me, or or I'll call them right back and we can get the root of, of the problem or the perceived problem and get it addressed right away. So if I'm John Doe insurance agent and I've got a claim and I'm listening to this podcast and now I'm thinking I want action claims to work on my claim. Uh, can they tell the company they're working with, let's say it's a claim with, you know, travelers or with Hartford or whoever it may be. Can they say, I want to work. How does that work? You know, that it, uh, you know, different companies react differently. Um, 
with that. But yes, I mean, there's always been uh, uh, an outlet there for an agent to reach out saying, I'm really not happy with uh, with the service that we've been getting. I'm hearing good things about this guy or this crew. Can we try him out? Now, some carriers are more receptive to that than others, but that's always a possibility, yes. Okay. Uh, well, that's good to know. So if someone's listening to this, uh, if they wanted to send you claims or send you a referral, do they go straight to you or is it better for them to tell the adjuster on the phone? How does that work? Can you circumvent some of that? If they go straight to you, then you call the company or do they need to just go straight to that adjuster? Hey, I want to work with Michael. No, just just hit me up anytime. An email, give me a call. Um, there's a contact form on the web that that's easier for people and I'll, I'll facilitate any way that I can. Okay. And so they need to have their claim number ready or anything like that, or the best way for them to prepare to talk to you would be what? Yeah. If they can, uh, you know, the more information that, that we can get the better, but you know, I can, I can work with a name and phone number and work the other details out, uh, down the road. Okay. And what all niches so to speak do you guys work in or what what's the you know the types of claims you guys want to handle the most well we're a multi-line uh carrier we we do property casualty workers comp uh medical malpractice uh pretty much everything um you know we're we're, we're probably 60 40 property to casualty um uh and, and probably as far as uh personal and, and commercial that's that's probably about 80 personal 20 commercial um that's just uh not naturally by design that's just uh what stand out. any other services that you guys do outside of property and casualty claims well we found ways to try to uh we, we've always searched for ways to add value to our carriers that means that we work for we found some opportunities for instance uh uh Handling um, salvage, irrigation, uh, um, uh, medical management on the work comp side. Just things that we've added um, uh, just because we, we see a need. We see where carriers are underserviced. Um, you know, just the ways that we can bring uh, a benefit to them, handle things more efficiently, uh, save them some money, uh, and, and most importantly, uh, give better service to their insurance. Okay. Uh, so, you know, Okay, I gotta go back to this. You may not, I'm not asking you to give secrets away, but salvage? What are you doing with salvage? Yes, we can. Uh, we we have a program that we can actually process um, autos, uh, trucks, RVs, whatever. Uh, that I can show you the numbers, but we can get you uh, uh, get the carriers a better outcome and shorten the life cycle of the of, the, of that process for them. Uh. And then, uh, you know, you'd mentioned uh, a couple other things. Now, Amanda, you and I talked uh, via emails and texts about you wanted to touch on or I wanted you to touch on the TPA services y'all do and some of the other things. What do y'all want to jump into that for just a minute? You don't have to in. That could be a whole other podcast. But uh, let's talk about that for just a second. Sure. Sure. Okay. So um, as, as Michael has kind of mentioned before, with claims there's there's a lot of different claims and obviously um progression into the work comp side of things being a third-party administrator um which is um, under the umbrella of action claim service but it's action claims administrators and um we handle kind of that full service for our um clients on that aspect as well that mostly uh, that works done primarily with uh, you know large deductible 
uh, insureds are, are suffering from. Okay. Um, and is there, okay, so I'm trying to think here. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to share about that, we're, that I haven't touched on yet because I don't want to miss anything that you guys are doing? Anything else? Well, the most important thing I'll, I'll leave out there is that, you know, as Amanda mentioned, you know, we're, we're not wanting to be the biggest. We're, we want to be the best. And the way, way we do that is, again, by developing those partnerships with the carrier. I want to be able to sit down with the carrier with a blank notebook and build their claims processing system the exact way that they want it. Uh, we, we had uh, something not too long ago. You know, we're not cookie cutter. Uh, we're not going to jam each carrier into the same box uh, of claim talent. We're going to we're going to formulate it exactly the way that, that that claims manager and his crew want the product and the service to be. Okay, so you're okay. You say that you don't want to be the biggest, and I and I get that. I think that's fantastic because uh, it speaks to the way the way I look at you guys and the, back to the humble part of it earlier. But 18 states and doing as much volume as you do, you got to be up there. There can't be too many people independent that are larger than you, is there? You know, uh, typically this industry has been made up of the big boys. Uh, like Crawford and Company, I mentioned, or the mom and pops, a single operator, a guy out there. Like when I started, um, I just had a passion to build it up, above just what I was, and, and we've gotten there. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, when we first started, I had no idea it was going to be what it is now. Um, but it's it's been a natural progression. We've we've uh, just grown um, by request, and that's certainly an easier way to build a company is when your clients come to you as opposed to having to go out and uh, not doors in a state that you don't know anyone. I mean, that's not that's, that we don't do that. No, but. we have, we have, we have gone into a state and knocked on a few doors, done a few call call, but uh, that's a very different than, than what we we do typically most of the time. So yeah, there's a need. We want to take care of it. So is there anything coming up on the horizon, anything new that you guys are looking to do, anything different that you're not doing now that you have planned in the future? You know, we're really the, the again, those couple of uh, value added items that we were talking about on for the, the salvage and the subro and the uh, uh, medical management. That's uh, one of our, our largest areas of, uh, of, of growth outside of just claims processing that we're working on now. Uh, we got a few. Yeah, yeah. We got a, like as mentioned, there's a couple of states we just recently added. Uh, one other that's probably pushed off till uh, end of this year, first of next year. That you know that will give us uh, an avenue for growth as well. To, you know, to fill in states, if you will, to get uh, to develop those relationships with the, the carriers that will operate in those additional states. Okay, so we got not only y'all work together and you're married, but there's mom and dad over there too of two children, right? Yes. Yes. What would happen? How would y'all feel if they came? Now, one of them just graduated, correct? Yes, Ashley, our, uh, our daughter. If you wanted to get in the business, in the family business, is that something you would recommend or you would welcome? Or is it one of those things of you'd say not to or explore your own options? Uh, you know, um, Luckily, uh, both my kids took after Amanda. They're brilliant. <laughs> they're, they're very intelligent. They're very outgoing. Have a great personality. Uh, you know, I think both of them would excel in this industry. I hope they find something of their own that they love and that they love to do and want to grow in. If that's claims, they'll they'll do well. They'll have a great mentor. <laughs> 
you, Amanda? What do you think? I mean, do you, would you care? Would you be interested in that? Or have you heard from either one of them that they want to or don't want to? Um, honestly, we haven't. It's not anything we've we've had a family conversation about. But I guess Michael and I have always we want our kids to be happy and healthy and and wherever they find um, their their God given path leads them to, then by all means we will be behind them to support them sure. and give them a few tri trip tricks and tips along the way <laughs> it happens right. to be <laughs> oh yeah and, you know as, as y'all know and my audience knows i'm a second generation insurance agent and i'm married a second generation insurance woman and my my brother's in the insurance industry so i didn't know how y'all felt about having a new family business in the claims side of it or if one of them came to you and said i'm going to work for xyz carrier claims department if that would be something that would bother you or excite you or if you thought about it that's funny I would certainly, I mean, it wouldn't bother me. Uh, they, they could go to work for one of my competitors, I, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know. It might make family dinners a little more interesting. <laughs> yeah, but our kids have grown up in this industry. I mean, they tag, they've tagged along to different conferences with us and been a part of uh, what we do. Uh, you know, we, we, we've done a few lunches with the law enforcement here lately, and, you know, my kids have, have been involved with that as well. And my uh, my young, our youngest son, uh, Connor, got to ride around in that huge behemoth of a armored vehicle that the uh, city of Bryan has. So uh, th th they're certainly aware of the industry and uh, all aspects or most of the aspects of it. So if that's a path they want to go, then we'll help them get there. Absolutely. And the, the blessings, they know the blessings that it's brought to our family. And, and uh, but they also, they've also been in the car on a, on a, call a conference call or two or even a phone call or two from a <laughs> insurance or something like that so they definitely know all of the all the ins and outs of it i think all the good and bad yeah. well, that's something your that own I, podcast get all the children of insurance on. that would be an interesting <laughs> podcast for sure and now you say that um and maybe think of something else before we wrap up i feel like every claims company or claims a department needs to have their own psychologist on staff or psychiatrist because y'all get yelled at a lot am i right well uh, you know the, you're meeting people in probably their their worst situation of their right? life you know right. and, I, and i will try to keep this in mind that although we deal with it every day this is probably hopefully the only time that insured or that claimant is uh going to get is going to go through this and the, the important thing is just to listen uh it, you don't have to find a solution right away let them tell you what they got to tell you sometimes it's not as pleasant as others but you got to be kind of thick-skinned and uh just again just listen uh and and find a way to resolve and compassionate yeah compassionate. it's important it's important I just, you know it's funny to me i think there was one day you and i we're together. I talked to you on the phone, and it was just terrible weather that day, storming its ass off. It was crazy. And I remember, you know, I was like, oh, I hate this. And you said something. You had a huge smile on your face. It's something to the effect of, you know, it's a good day for somebody or whatever it was. I forgot what you're saying was. But it made me laugh. Here I'm thinking, I hate this weather. It's terrible. And I forget for your business, those are great days. Well, it's our opportunity to serve. That's, that's right. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay, so my favorite part when I wrap up is to ask, and I've asked it a couple of different ways with you already, but 
Is there any last minute advice or things or anything you want to say that we haven't touched on yet? I would love to hear, give you the floor as long as you want it. Uh, anything else you want to say from either one of you or both of you? Well, I'll start. The most important thing, whoever listens to this, and I, and I hope they already know this, but again, I'm available uh, 24 seven. Uh, you know, Amanda's, we've been on the boat on the lake before and I've taken a 30 minute conversation always have to have the tablet with me so I can pull up information regardless where we're at. If we plan a vacation, uh, my only question is, do they have Wi-Fi? I'm always accessible. Reach out to me with any need, any concern, any question. Uh, if, if I don't answer, I'll get back to you. Amanda, anything? Um, You're the marketing genius over there. <laughs> well, I mean, he basically summed it up. It's, you know, I, my job as, as the marketing VP is to make sure that the message he wants relayed is, is relayed. So that's, that's pretty much what he just said. Um, on top of that, just thank you for this opportunity. We appreciate you talking with us and, and allowing us to, to talk and, and maybe touch someone out there that doesn't know who we are or how much we would love to be able to take care of, of their claims and, and help their help them. So thank you. I couldn't have scripted that better for you to transition into give, give your contact information, tell them how they can find you, give all that info because there's thousands of people that do listen and they're going to want to know how to find you now. Okay, so well, impressive. Well, uh, we'll start with the URL. That is actionclaimservice.com. All of our information is on there. You can even see a picture of my ugly mug there. Uh, uh, luckily, Amanda's is right next to me, so that got a pretty <laughs> good. Um, but uh, easiest email address is info at actionclaimservice.com. Uh, Toll-free number to reach me, 888, or anyone with the company that is, 888-691-1095. I'm extension 705. So, again, that that rings to me wherever I am in the in the world. So if you're a claims adjuster and you want to work, if you're a claims manager, that's the number to call you. That's the bat line. Yeah, that's it. That'll that'll reach me okay. anywhere, anytime. Amanda, how does somebody get a hold of you? Uh, same phone number, same information, email. Um, uh, all of our emails are going to be our name, first name, dot last name at actionclaimservice.com. That's C-L-A-I-M service.com. And uh, my extension is 70, oh, sorry, 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 714. And then um, let's see. Oh, you mentioned social media. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Action Claim Service. And um, that's about it. There you go. I love it. Thank you guys for hanging out with me today. It was a good time. I really feel like yeah, there's going to be uh, a lot of people that are going to enjoy this because you guys are just so much fun. So thank you guys very, very much. Well, thank you. And I appreciate what you're doing out there. Absolutely. Thank you, Mayor. Thank you guys so much for checking out my conversation with Michael and Amanda Mayan. Hope you had a good time. And I hope that we brought value to your day today, as that is what I want to do with each and every one of these podcasts. These podcasts have been so much fun for me, and they are recorded, produced, and edited by my man Ryan over at Ready, Set, Podcast. If you've got any kind of show idea, whether it's about gardening or knitting or about sports or about anything, baking a cookie, whatever the podcast idea is, my man Ryan can make that happen. Reach out to him at readysetpodcast.xyz or you can find him on Instagram or Facebook. Ready Set Podcast, turning your brilliant idea into a reality. Thanks again, guys, for hanging out with me today in Insurance Town, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. <laughs>